jerking off on the typewriter. He has a boner so hard it, it could double as a crowbar. Sticking my book up my ass. Midget babies are huge. I mean, we'd be... <laughs> Life's got me mad, but if I had a midget, I'd be glad to watch him jump around on my Nintendo power pad. He'd have a big head, short legs, and long torso. The name that I give my pet midget is Little Gordo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drop a Load. Like always, I'm Milky Way. Pouch. And we're here with our very special friend, Lance Mannion. Again, how's it going? I'm a special friend makes me sound a little retarded. <laughs> well, that's what I was going for. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least I know where I stand. I mean, at this point, it's you're more than a guest now. You're a friend. You've been on a couple of times. We always enjoy you, so you are... Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> he first is started retarded, now he's going to the gay territory, so... Uh. <laughs> I'm just flattered that I would be on a, an award-winning podcast right yeah okay <laughs> it's the only award-winning podcast with no fucking listeners yeah that is our official slogan lance well it's sort of like my book sales i've given myself three awards and so that means there's more awards than book sales <laughs> okay yeah i don't know i think my mom found a way to hack it and she kind of gave us the award by like voting too many times or Maybe, something you know? i don't know <laughs> yeah. either way thank you for acknowledging that yeah you well, yourself i'm always perusing the radio foobar well, this makes Lance award-winning as well. Him being part of Leon, two of our episodes. I, I'll have to put that on my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much when we found out, we just kept talking to everyone. We called everyone that's ever been on the podcast, maybe for like five seconds. Hey, how does it feel to be award-winning podcast? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. So, how's it been, Lance? How's everything? Well, I, I just can't believe uh, I'm on again after uh, such a short time period. What yeah. with the award-winning podcast and all, I figured it'd be at least six months. Because, <laughs> yeah, there is a waiting list of people we don't know. Yeah, a little harder to contact us now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you, uh, you, we talked about this in the last episode you were on. You mentioned uh, the Deep Dark Web article that you, uh, articles, damn it, I keep calling it an article. The Deep Dark Web story <laughs> that you wrote, uh, that you were writing and you were researching about it. And we, you know, we we're just, uh, Milky was just like, hey, why don't you uh, tell, tell us when that goes up? And we we're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And you sent it to me in december so we're pretty late right now <laughs> so you know february we finally got you on and uh we you know we just want to see, we read it and of course both of us think it's great as usual we just have a couple questions about it and we want to see what you have to say yeah uh, oh, first off i don't get the ending it's great not no don't get me wrong i just don't get the ending like what the fuck happened <laughs> well i i don't know and, and i'm assuming that you never miss one of my uh, daily blogs but i didn't <laughs> Going back more to my roots of something called blurry writing, which is writing stories that are that are short and leave a lot to the reader, as opposed to telling you know a particular story or uh, have an ending, leave the ending uh, a little vague so people can read into it what they want. So while I was writing it, I have a very clear idea what I was doing. But I didn't put it all on in the story or the article, as you like to call it. So for that exact purpose, where you could probably come up with two or three different meanings, depending on your, your affinity to the Internet, your affinity to technology, and, you know, the scene from The Shining where the little boy walks backward in his steps to avoid the uh, axe-wielding father. Mm -hmm. I see. 
Yeah, T- to me, like uh, my interpretation of the ending was that after visiting the deep dark web, he was stuck in some sort of looping thing where he would just keep repeating the same thing, you know, every night. Like he probably did that the previous night, walking backwards from the house, and then did it again. And he'll probably just keep doing that to the end of time. You couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what, what I what I was going for is is really just a, um, a commentary on the internet itself. Uh, you know, early on I'm talking about how you know if it, it gains consciousness somehow, um, it's really just a, a combination of, of you know, all human knowledge and information. But it's all also all of the shit that goes along with you know the flawed human experience. So I think what it, what it was is he was exploring that, and uh, you know with some negative consequences. I see, okay. Because I came up with, um, like, maybe he was hypnotized or he started, um, like, he just started seeing visions of some shit like that. I don't even know how to articulate it right now. I, I came up with the idea of maybe, like, a secret window type thing where he wasn't quite aware of what he was doing. Something After reading the, t- after reading the shit that he read, suddenly he, be- he, he develops another personality where suddenly he's, he's doing all these things unconsciously. He doesn't realize he's doing it. Something like that. And um, but, obviously... But that's awesome. That's really the whole idea behind the blurry writing yeah. genre yeah, is... is Assuming that you have a much better imagination than I do, and you could create a much better story than I could. If I wrote a very static story, you'd either like it or dislike it. But this way, you came up with a much more interesting story than, than I could have written. I disagree. You know, it's basically just giving people tools to amuse themselves. I disagree. I like your interpretation better. Just the idea of internet going sentient is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So that means that it was the internet that... That caused those footsteps, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm trying to come up with right now. Well, that's good. I, at least one person is going to listen to this and say, I've got to read that story. Yeah. And then good luck trying to find it. I don't even know where I posted it. I think it's on my, my page somewhere. No, actually, you sent it to me from this uh, Yao Rai magazine thing. Oh, okay. I sent yeah. it. Okay. That, yeah, that's a, a Sunday, an online magazine that I write for on Sundays. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll put, I'll put up a link on my blog on our blog. Sorry. Yeah. Um. One thing and I want you can have a contest with your thousands of listeners right? to see <laughs> who can come up with the most interesting ending. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> There's gonna be too many sure fucking entries. To yeah, I don't have time to look through all those entries. It's, you know, I, I have school, work, yeah. everything's too busy. It's, yeah, it's too much, man. We won't be able to rifle that through that many fucking entries. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. How, you can't ask that much of us, Lance. You're insane. Yeah. <laughs> we get award-winning numbers now, so. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, uh, one question is: Did you did you see anything from that? Did you get any kind of bump from it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we got like one congratulations. Mostly from friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's funny. I've sort of slacked off for like for a couple years. I was really, I was, you know, writing my ass off and sending it everywhere, and you know, magazines and online this and book that, and you know, you get accepted, you get printed, and you get all pumped up, and it doesn't make dick difference. No. I mean, you know, that, it makes nothing. Like I remember a couple times I got all excited. I'm like, okay, this is the one, you know. And then the next day you check the numbers, it went down one. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the case with us. I mean, 
We got a few congratulations from a few friends. Um, you know, you among them, Lance. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. Like there was no effect at all. Uh, all it, all we got from it was us just bitching about uh, bitching about how great we were after that. Yeah. <laughs> we just got so cocky and we're like, yeah, this is my award-winning fucking cup that I'm drinking from, and that's pretty much it. Like we just got cocky for a few weeks, and after that, after we saw numbers didn't change, which is like okay. <laughs> trophy no, <laughs> no. <laughs> right now i'm pulling teeth trying to get like a banner to put up on our on our website but that's it like they <laughs> they, they, they they like they even made sure to tell us that we weren't gonna get shit like you listen to that the the podcast right on yeah. fit for fm mm-hmm. it was on a live podcast that they announced it during the super bowl uh they <laughs> do, during yeah, the, good idea that because no I, one's watching the tv i completely agree but whatever <laughs> um they announced it on the podcast where they just kept it's uh, laughing about how no one was going to get shit from this um, award uh, ceremony. So I was like, okay, whatever. So at the very least, so, so it was their idea that sometime during the, the Super Bowl, millions of people would be rushing into the living room to turn the television off to say, guys, guys, it's the FUBAR Award. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who won the Super Bowl. I was so caught up in the Radio FUBAR Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, w- one question I have for you is like you, you mentioned that you researched the uh, deep dark web. Like, what did you come across while yeah. researching that? I'm so very curious about that. <laughs> well, uh, let me let me. When I say research, I mean I I clicked uh, a little further from the various porn that I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give you the idea that uh, an article that was like 1,200 words actually caused me to do any research. I think he wasn't looking for the deep... I just hit the wrong link, and suddenly I'm like, oh my god, that's a dude. And I'm in the deep, dark web. I don't think it was a deep, dark web. I think it was in the deep, dark brown or something like that. Like, so weird. Well, that was my nickname for him. (laughs) No, No, it was a mystery. It was the deep Dan. I just just did a misprint. (laughs) So come on, you you had to have found something. No, honestly, I I was actually just reading an article about the internet gaining consciousness, and a couple of the references were to this um, underlying web that's only frequented by the, you know, the, the real wackos. Oh, okay. So that was the extent of my research is I read all the article until it was over. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, I really That's... hope that you found some sick shit, man. I really wanted to hear it. So. Yeah, all right, Lance, talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the list. <laughs> you call that Radio FUBAR award-winning content? Right? <laughs> Get out, Lance. Get out. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, yo, Pouch, we need some quality control now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just can't have any fucking nobody come on the podcast. Now we are an award-winning fucking podcast, yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> well, what I like is that people will listen to this, and they'll be like, oh, okay, you know, Lance Manion's pretty fucked up, he's funny, so then they'll go and they'll read my blog, and they'll catch me on a day that I'm writing a, you know, romantic piece or something else, and then they'll dislike me, or vice versa. And Facebook, I'll write something for, you know, a magazine that's, you know, touching. And so I'll get, like, four likes, and then the next day I'll post something that's hideously offensive, and my likes will plummet, and usually with one email of, you know, you're a so-and-so. So, you know, it, it, it's no different. How often does it fluctuate then? Like we we get like one like a month, and that's it. Like it takes us a while to to just slowly stagger up the ladder. That's actually a few 
furious pace compared to my numbers. <laughs> okay. I dream of, of being up one at the end of the month. It goes up and down, you know, and, and sometimes if I get three or four likes, I'll immediately post something offensive just to thin the hurt. So, you know, it keeps the numbers down. Yeah. I mean, oh man, I was just thinking about how um, I really wanted to hear something fucking shit fucked up, dude. How about like, you come I mean, up with something fucked up right out of Tell Lance? Only, my only real fucked up experience with quote unquote the deep dark web is pretty much anything that makes me weird, little creeped out and anxious. Um, I did talk about the KKK website where I immediately just fucking exited and freaked out for a little bit and thought that they were gonna come, uh, you know, recruit me. But then, <laughs> uh, then I also looked up like, um, do you have you ever heard of the Warrens, Lance? The Warrens, the the world renowned paranormal investigators. I have not. Well, the Warrens are, you know, a, world a team of world-renowned paranormal investigators from back from the 70s. They're known for some of the most famous um, cases. Like, have, uh, like, have you ever seen Insidious? Not, not Insidious. Yes. Sorry, not Insidious. Um, Sinister? Sin no, not Sinister. Fuck that. What is it called? Fuck. I Who's in it? What's it about? It's James Wan's uh, newest movie, uh, The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> so I was way off. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Conjuring? I have. Yeah, the two cases in, in those two movies are from the Warrens' personal case files. You know, there's the Annabelle doll. There's the, um, uh, that apparently the haunted house where there was a witch that hung herself and shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know, spoiler alert for that movie. And, uh, you know, they're also known for the Amityville Horror. Like, they weren't the main ones, but they definitely did investigate the Amityville Horror. Like, they have a bunch of very world-famous cases that they investigated themselves. And I went to their website, and it creeped me out, not because of how um, how creepy their stories were. It creeped me out by how badly made the website was. Oh, really? It was just a bunch of random skulls from time to time. Just whatever they could find off Google Images placed it all over the fucking page and, uh, and had stories that were written in the worst grammar ever. And I'm a grammar Nazi, so all this hurt me a lot mm -hmm. inside. So that, yeah, that made me anxious. <laughs> well, to me... They really should have researched how they managed to make a sequel to Amityville Horror. I don't know. Have you seen the sequel? I haven't seen the sequel. I haven't seen it, no. So. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that probably explains the complete lack of laughter following that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, was it, was it that bad that it did not make any sense? Oh, it's fucking horrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's like most horror sequels are fucking retarded, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I saw... Well, the original was, was done in like the 80s or 70s. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome because it's so cheesy. But yeah. then to really try to, you know, make a, a straight face sequel to it was, it was a terrible mistake. Mm. I mean, because I just saw... Now, now I'm a film critic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I just saw Insidious. I liked Insidious for the first three quarters of the movie. The first three quarters of the movie are fucking great. Mm. And then the last quarter is just like, don't even, don't even fucking talk to me about that. It's so stupid. And then I, I watched Insidious Part 2 because I figured it should be more of the same. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. It's, I, I was so fucking disappointed by the end of it. And, like, I just thought, like, are you serious? It's basically time-traveling fucking ghosts. It, spoiler alert it's <laughs> fucking stupid like I can't stand it I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life and I, and people actually came out of that like oh my god that was so amazing I want to know what kind of theater you go watch movies that people are like that when they walk out I mean did you see Insidious Part 2 Lance? I did but I do I get them all confused now the Insidiouses and, and you know paranormal this so they all seem to glom together a little bit oh okay I remember I don't know which one it was I, and it may be the one you talk about where the whole time it's very scary and they've got suspenseful. And at the very end, they show the demon thing, whatever it is, yeah. and ruin the whole movie. Yeah, that's yeah, Insidious. Yeah, that's the, that's the first one, one yeah. yeah. The thing, you know, the, Darth Maul's yeah. cameo. Yeah, the one that looks like Darth Maul from yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it's just fucking it's stupid. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's like the, 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 
the rule number one, never show the bad guy. Never exactly. show the demon or the force or whatever. As soon as they did it, it's like, oh, ruined. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, you were talking about, like whatever anyone could come up with is better than what you know. Exactly. You know, I mean, to me, to this, like, to this. When, when I was when I was a kid, I read um, Stephen King wrote a book of short stories called The Night Shift, mm-hmm. and they, they it was the most amazing book because the stories were a little longer than my uh, jerking off on the typewriter, but <laughs> they were amazing. I mean, each one, he just gave you a, a, like a, just a skeletal frame of a story and sort of allowed you to scare the shit out of yourself. And he was the master of never showing the bad guy. Yeah. I can't believe Lance still has a typewriter. <laughs> he's, <laughs> I mean, he's a hipster. What do you expect? Yeah, Lance is true. a hipster. <laughs> oh, I get that all the time. Like, <laughs> a Come on, man. Like, what do you expect? He has to go for the vintage shit. Yeah, he still watches VHS and whatnot. <laughs> hey, I'm Beta. Beta all the way. <laughs> Damn, it was something. Oh, we were talking about the deep dark web. Yeah. The weirdest thing I probably came across was one time just looking through the internet, I came across live feeds of cameras. Okay. Like, just, you know, regular public cameras that you could look into. Yeah. And there was apparently uh, a site dedicated just for a camera that was inside a quote-unquote haunted library. Okay. And, you know, nothing happened, but yeah, I was like, it's fucking weird, like, I guess. Why would anyone spend the time and money to put a fucking live webcam in well, a there's, haunted there's, library? There's so many cameras, apparently. There's so many cameras out there that are somehow connected to the internet that everyone has free access to. I don't know why. It's not that they're spending money to do that. It's that they're just there. Are you sure? Something like don't that. Don't you have to I pay for the know. bandwidth? I have no idea. Because it's not that easy to get a live webcam going and shit like that. Yeah. Especially the one going on 24 well, hours. If you watch TV or any movie, it's now the commonplace that anybody who's a hacker can get on a computer and hack into any video camera anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I think it's bullshit, but it's probably going to be true. No, man. What TV says is true. I believe TV and anything, you know what I'm saying? All hail the mighty glowing box. Right. That's right. Right. It's, it's not a box anymore. Oh, is it a box? It's kind of like a sheet now, TVs, right? A sheet? Yeah, because they're like flat. You mean flat. like a, 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 a bed sheet? No. Like a oh, sheet. We're back to the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't I, let I'm me lost. talk. I always <laughs> go back to racist stuff. <laughs> um... Also, I know this is Milky's going to be out of this conversation, but I just want to gab with, with Lance a little bit because he did mention this last episode. Attack on Titan. I have watched it, and it was fucking tits. <laughs> Isn't it? It's fucking tits. It's really oh, cool. I love the, the, the cool stuff between the scenes. You know, information you can use or yeah, information yeah, yeah. that is known. Yeah. And these little, you know, badly mangled, you know, Japanese to English translations yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, I mean, it just has such a great vibe. You know how, like, there's, like, a little uh, segue from commercial to the show or, you know, show to commercial? Yeah, yeah. Right before they start or end... Right before, right after they end the footage or right after they start footage, there's, like, a quick screenshot of, um, of what they call information available for public disclosure. And they just sit there and they just explain to you, like, random history of different things of that universe it's fucking cool what? but it on when i was watching on netflix it lasted like two fucking seconds so every single time i have to pause it to read it because it's like three paragraphs fucking long yeah. pisses me off so damn bad. Uh, i don't know how high tech it is but every commercial that i've seen is the same one so if you if you watch three or four episodes in a row you'll see the same commercial like 15 or 16 times and it's usually for some like shitty pop band or you know boy band <laughs> Oh, by the end of it, you want to hang yourself. 
Wait, where did you watch this? Oh, shit, I, I forgot the name of the website. Oh, it's yeah. not on Netflix. It's, you know, you can just do it for free on this. Um, I think you can Google it and find out what oh, the okay, website this, is. I feel like this is the deep dark web that oh. Lawrence was talking about. He was finding, apparently, uh, Japanese pop bands in the middle of... of no, I think I know what he's talking about. It's some Japanese, uh, some website that streams anime yeah, called no, Crunchyroll or something like that. that. That's it. It's something like that, exactly. Yeah, because they show, like, uh, J-Rock and J-Pop oh, fucking okay. commercials in between everything all the time. Yeah, I was joking. Oh, yeah. and the same <laughs> They don't even vary it up. You'll get hit by it five or six <laughs> times in a row. Yeah. So how well did you know, get to know this band, Lance? Uh, did you buy their album after that? Well, I already had it. That was just <laughs> a coincidence. No, I just watched it on Netflix, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just they cut even cut the theme song, so I missed the theme song several times. The theme song is pretty cool, too. So. And I think that the, their portrayal of Titans is just creepy. It, I mean, that's, that's what I love about it. Is, I mean, the, the characters, uh, the different types of Titans and how they, you know, interact, it's just awesome. I mean, so far I got... Because like, you don't see anything like that in, yeah. in American anime right now. I mean, like, I, I got two people on it, and they both pretty much told me the same thing. Like, it's, well, at least Nick, one of our friends, uh, this is the way he described it. It's one of those animes that you know none of your character, none of your favorite characters are safe, and therefore you are genuinely scared. Like it, it keeps you heart, your your heart pounding, and it keeps you on edge, and that's what makes this, this fucking anime great. Like I actually got scared. I felt like I was watching a horror movie every fucking episode. It wasn't that scary, but it, I mean the Titans were creepy, but you just never knew what the fuck was gonna happen. It was pretty unpredictable. Yeah. A lot of these characters that you got to know suddenly died like an episode later and shit like that. Why you? Why you? Why you spawning this though? <laughs> I, just, I, I didn't spoil anything you just said that they're gonna they die a few episodes later every fucking character pretty much oh god damn it all right just watch it it's only 25 <laughs> episodes lance got me into it i got two people into it you know we're just branching out and taking over the world yeah all right sure <laughs> that's what it's called going viral and that's theoretically what could happen if you know people talk about our books and on, on our podcast. It just never happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even an award didn't get people interested. So, so. Yeah, it's like when it comes to people list, sitting down and listening, you know, to something for an hour or sitting down and reading. Yeah. Like people are not into that anymore yeah. because now they're into vines, fucking five second videos that tell like. You know, a story that their brain could handle. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I think we talked about oh, the four-second clips. Yeah, yeah that like, is now the American t- attention span. Yeah. Exactly. I was just yeah. We I think we talked about this last time. Just people's attention spans are just slowly fucking shortening. Like it's really depressing that people just don't have the attention span anymore yeah. to do anything productive with themselves. Instead of just sitting there looking at even like you can spend an hour looking at so many different vines, but you can't spend an hour reading a book or some shit like that because it's one thing. I guess so. You know. Well, I, I know the, the only hope my book ever has is if it gets stuck next to a toilet. Because no one's going to sit and read five or six or ten short stories in a row. Mm-hmm. But if, if somehow my book can make it to the side of a toilet and be picked up during the bowel movements, mm-hmm. then I think then I've got a captured audience. Yeah. That doesn't work on me though because I don't sit on the toilet for that long. I just go in, do my business, and run out. Like I don't I don't take long to to, to take a shit. How about you? I, I can't do that either. I can't sit there and exactly. read. Exactly. Like, I can't do that. I, I, will, I will read. I, I will just, leave and read in my room, maybe, yeah, yeah. but I'm not going to read there. I'm not going to read there. I don't spend hours on the toilet like normal people do. I, I usually just shit and go. Yeah, pretty much. Shit it's and a, go. It's a thousand words. What are you, going in timing yourself? Yeah. Yeah, practically. Like, <laughs> I just need to... I picture you like an indie pit crew. You know, <laughs> dropping trout, shitting, and then, like, wiping <laughs> once, and then, like... 
tossing the paper behind you as you sprint out of the bathroom. As, as your coach w- waits outside with a, with a cl- yeah. <laughs> a stopwatch. I don't know. I just can't sit on a toilet for that long. Like, it really depends on the situation. Like, if I've done this where, for instance, I'm, I'm already reading something to begin with and I don't want to go away and I need to take a shit, I would grab, I'll bring it with me and I'll read it on the toilet. And, and that's, that's probably the longest I've ever spent on the toilet is when I'm sitting there reading it because I was already in the middle of reading it. Mm. Otherwise, if I'm not reading anything and I take a shit, it's going to be like two minutes and I'm out. Yeah, pretty much. I made the mistake of bringing in uh, Keith Richards' autobiography. It was, it was at a friend's house, and I grabbed it on the way to the toilet. I was in there over an hour because I knew I'd never read the book again when I left. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there, my ass is asleep, you know, and I'm only, you know, 80 pages into Keith Richards' autobiography. Now I'll never know how it turned out. <laughs> Did you never went back to it? No, no, it wasn't that good. It was good uh-huh. toilet material. It was a page-turner. Yeah, it was just shit good. He's a weird guy. I just saw him in uh, the Pirates at World's End movie. Yeah. Weird guy. He just seems weird. That's all. I have no. I have no knowledge to back this up. I just, <laughs> he just seems weird based on one portrayal in the movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. Can't you see how people get in trouble, like on podcasts and and people who write <laughs> magazines and stuff? Because let's let's assume that you this becomes the number one podcast in the world. What do you mean so assume? Now you'd have a feud with somebody. You'd be pissed. Yeah, I heard you talking shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can like I'm always abusing celebrities, but you know, God forbid anybody actually read my story. I did fucking Matt Damon calling me. Hey, Dick. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let shut up, Pouch. What did you say about Matt Damon? I, I just, and I don't remember the context, I just inferred that uh, he has too many teeth in his mouth, and that when he smiled, <laughs> when he was, in, he was in that movie, we bought a zoo, I'm like, every time he smiled, all the tigers ran back in the enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I like Matt David, I, you know, it's nothing against him, it's just he's got too many fucking teeth in his mouth. Alright, alright, because, you know, I, I fucking love me with my yeah, Matt Damon, so... He's like the president of the Matt Damon fan club, so... Yeah, so if you would have, like... I would have hung up right don't now, I too. Always, don't I always shit on everything you like? Didn't I attack comic book man last time? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's true. No, but you didn't shit on Matt Damon. It's all right. No, but yeah, Matt Damon is more important than comic book man. Yeah, of course, it's obvious. Around. Matt Damon is his god, practically. Don't talk about Matt Damon. You know, I donated to an organization because you could possibly win a trip to go meet Matt Damon. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I donated to it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's like a contest that they're doing just to um, it, like it's their way of getting more of raising money for these charity charitable organizations that they're promoting. And uh, basically, you have to donate like ten bucks, and you're automatically in the drawing for um for a chance to win a date with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It's like a trip. To Los Angeles yeah. and stay and, I, I, and hang out. A date. Yeah. Well, I don't care about the Ben Affleck part. Fuck the Ben Affleck a part. Nice like, little threesome. <laughs> yeah, I shit on that guy, but I just. That'll end up on the really deep dark web. <laughs> so it's Matt Damon. I don't know. That video was pretty funny when they just kept taking shots at each other like that. It's all right. You don't think that was funny? Matt Damon's funny. Ben Affleck was was okay. What is suddenly your beef with Matt Ben Affleck? You were just defending him the other day. I don't have beef with Ben Affleck, but next to Matt Damon, he's nothing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the only reason why I would want to enter that thing is to be able to see the goddamn Batsu, because you know he has pictures of himself on his phone in the damn Batsu, whether it's in his room by himself doing like a going goodbye horses on it or, you know, on set. <laughs> so did you uh, whack it when you were watching Liberace then, that movie? I, I actually have not seen that yet. 
What the fuck? Matt Damon, biggest fan right here, has not seen the Liberace movie yet. No. What's wrong with you? It's okay. I'll watch it. Calm the fuck down. You you were just about to hang up on my, my good friend Lance Mannion because he was about to say something bad about, about Matt Damon, but you won't even watch the Liberace movie. And that's saying... So you're saying that watch not watching a movie <laughs> is like saying shit about Matt Damon? Yes, it's sinful. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I heard it's fucking good. <laughs> I heard it's good, at the very least. Yeah. See, you haven't even seen it. You just no, heard I'm shit. I'm not the Matt Damon fan here. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, so do you guys want to get into some news and suckers at each other? <laughs> See what you did, Lance? Wow. <laughs> no wonder you guys won the radio football. <laughs> <laughs> We just got into an argument. Where else can you have people yelling at each other over Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so... I just hope to God he somehow ends up hearing this. I, oh, I wonder what he'd say. <laughs> Fucking he'll fly us out, like, right now. <laughs> anyway, so... Well, and why doesn't he... Next, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call into your show next time, pretend to be Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Do you have a Matt Damon impression? I have to hear it now. No, I have no... I'm just trying to think how I would talk with that many teeth in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more like a visual <laughs> impression. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right, enough Matt Damon talk. I know right. it can never be enough for you, but enough Matt Damon talk. Let's get into some news. Play that shit. Do, 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 do. Get a load of this. Ah. Get a load of this is one mm. of our award-winning segments on this award-winning podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we talk weird news from all around the world and we discuss them and dissect them and hopefully it'll be funnier now that Lance is on the pod. Pressure, pressure, yes, I know. <laughs> so the first one is from the independent.co.uk and um, this is pretty funny. It made its way around the world. I'm sure you've heard it. This is pretty funny. Written by Antonia Malloy um, on Thursday, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Apparently a 10-year-old boy, he stole his parents' car and tried to drive it down the road to see his parents. He, uh, his, his parents, his grandparents. Okay. And uh, he, his car fell into a dish, and when the police came to speak with him, he claimed he was a dwarf. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> Did they believe him? Of course not. <laughs> he even strapped his 18-month-old sister in the car with it, just so they can all go see, you know, Grandpappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they... The, the police went. What test would they run? Do they do the police travel with a uh, a kit to determine if he was his rightful age? Right. Does he have to blow into something? <laughs> no, like a midget detection kit. Yeah. <laughs> is there such a thing? I hope there is. Well, I think they give him a balloon. They ask him to blow it up, and then if he can actually get inside the balloon, he's a midget. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh <laughs> or do like auditions for the lollipop guild or something. So wait, like how that. did the how did the police uh, realize he was a little kid? He looks like a little kid. <laughs> but he said he was a midget. <laughs> he said he was a midget, though. That's why police work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. Like, those, they didn't even, I don't think they even contested it. They're just like, shut up, you little boy. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I doubt they said that, but they're like, shut up, little boy. And they just took him home, obviously. But, he, you know, he was, he was a smart he, ass. He should have got all Benjamin Buttons on him. <laughs> yeah. He's a smartass, though. He's just, his, his, I think his words were, I, I'm, "I'm a dwarf and <laughs> I lost my, I left my license at home." <laughs> like, what kind of smartass ten year old kid, dude? I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's though. pretty awesome. I figured you'd enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> the, like this made it all around the world. He's um he's a Norwegian ten year old boy and he's a smartass. Like, <laughs> I saw this. What are they gonna like, do? Throw him in the locker? 
<laughs> he has an awesome story for the rest of his life. Doesn't he? Exactly. That's fucking awesome, though. Like, he's such a badass at this point. He's just gonna be they should send him. him to dwarfism. <laughs> you know what would be funny? What if, like, something, because of the accident, you know, how he fell into a ditch? Maybe something happened to his spine and now he doesn't grow anymore? That would be pretty fucked up. That's not funny. That man. would be karma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be karma. Like, like, Chinese women or Japanese women bind their feet? They should bind him. Top to bottom so he can't grow anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's what happens when you pretend to be a midget. Oh, my God. This has gone too absurd No, for that's, me. that's actually a good idea, I think. Is that his punishment? That fu- that that severe? For fucking you saying it's wrong officer? to be a midget? Is there anything wrong with being midget? But why would you do that to him? He's Because he, pr- he wants to be a midget. It's obvious. <laughs> he could have killed somebody. I think the least he could do is spend the rest of his life uh, three foot eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing. He just wanted to go see Mom, Mom, and Pop, Pop. That's all. Yeah. Is there anything wrong with that? You're a ten-year-old boy. You want to go see your grandparents? They're gonna give you cake and food and coins. Yeah, but if it was. But down- then he'd have to go and visit schools the rest of his life, telling him that you know don't drive to see your grandparents, otherwise <laughs> you'll end up like me. But no one will be able to see him because he's standing behind the podium and he's three foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have to like design him a mini podium for him to stand on it. So he's gonna be a fucking spokesperson for not driving to your parents' house and lying about being a dwarf. Correction, grandparents. Grandparents. God, it's a, it's a very narrow field, I will grant you. <laughs> with, the image of, with the image of thousands of kids craning their neck around to try to see a bound child standing behind a podium is worth its weight in gold. That is radio foobar quality radio. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you this, those kids are never going to go on a drive to the grandparents' house. Hell no. <laughs> Unless there's some in the audience that actually wish they were midgets. Yeah, maybe. It could be. Yeah. How many people have ever made that wish? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's kids that are like, look at that guy. He's you, so could cute. Be a, you could be a genie and sit in a bottle for 10,000 years and you're not going to have that uh, <laughs> wish on <laughs> by you. Holy shit. <laughs> well, actually, that'd be kind of cool. Like, even after the third wish, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to give you a fourth wish. <laughs> nope. A fifth wish. So the nope. genie is breaking the rules because of your fucking stupidity, basically. <laughs> like, you are an idiot. I'm not going to grant you that wish. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be cool. It's like, you, you, you ask to be a millionaire, right? You ask to have any woman you want, and then you ask to be a midget. That would be pretty fun, wouldn't it? I guess it would be Peter Dinklage, right? Yeah, kind of. Cause if you have yeah, don't, don't you say anything about my boy Peter. I'm not. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying that you would be Peter Dinklage. That would be... Well, you'd be a badass, basically. So Peter Dinklage, that... See, if, if you guys were true Mannion disciples, you'd know that, like, three years ago, I wrote a funny column about midgets and dwarves screaming and yelling because the... Um, I'm trying to think what set me off. There was... The, the midgets guild was all upset because they didn't use midgets in Lord of the Rings. You know, the, the dwarves and the hobbits were all just normal-sized people, so they got their panties in a twist. So mm-hmm. I wrote this ranting thing saying, you know, keep your midget hands off of my uh, Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> and I mentioned Peter Dinklage. So, of course, I was a complete douchebag. Then, like, a year later, I was watching The Station Agent. It was a movie he's in. I don't know if you've seen it. And it was just a fucking awesome movie. So I had to write a complete retraction apologizing <laughs> to dwarves and midgets everywhere. So that movie made you think midgets were cool again? Well, I wouldn't say cool. Oh. In, my, in my first one, I sort of indicated that they uh, should be thrown off a cliff at birth. Well, then, we, then you would so definitely I pull back off of that just a little bit. 
<laughs> you would definitely enjoy that movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, then. Have you seen that? Uh, I did not see it. Why, uh, they threw midgets off of cliffs? <laughs> no, but there's a midging throwing contest. They have midget throwing contests in that movie, so, you know, you like nice. that part. Was Peter Dinklage in it? Nah. I don't think they would throw him. Right? I don't know. Yeah, he's got a pretty giant head. <laughs> he's too high profile, too. It would be cheating to use them because he would actually go like straight forward with a big old head. So it's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Think yeah. how far they could throw the ten-year-old. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, did you ever get shit for that um, that column? Um, not really. Nobody reads me. <laughs> I mean, I read that. It's actually, in, it's actually in my book, The Ball Washer. If you ever want to read it. Because nice. I read that review that uh, you put up for the Trembling Fist, that person went through every single story and talked about every single one of them. So that person is like a real Manion disciple. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a pretty intense, lengthy review. Yeah, that was Roddy. Roddy's a, a buddy of mine. Oh, okay. That's cool. He's a, well, I mean, we're, we're, he lives down in, he's actually in Florida. He's a truck driver who also writes. And so, uh, you know, we correspond here and there, and he also does reviews, so he was nice enough to uh, slog through my entire book and give it a thumbs up. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. I was actually looking up his uh, Lance Mannion's books on uh, Amazon today, mm-hmm. and uh, all of his books have good reviews, except there's, like, one bitter person that has, like, a one star in one of his books or something like that. What did he say? I think the ball washer. What did the, the guy say? I don't remember, but it didn't make any sense. Like, oh, okay. it wasn't anything... Well, it, well, unfortunately, what cut me to the quick was he makes a reference um, to Douglas Adams, who's, like, one of my all-time favorite authors. Yeah. So, he, you know, he basically incorporates that when he's uh, sticking my book up my ass. So it really, you know, it, it hurt the, the twice as badly. But it was actually pretty funny. It was a well-written roasting of my book. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always good stuff. I, we don't even get that. Not even negative feedback from people, dude. Negative feedback is your your podcast sounds like shit. Get new mics, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. And it's just like as long you. as there's some thought into it, and as long as it's um, interesting, it doesn't really matter if it's good or bad. You know, I just find it all interesting because there's no way I write anything assuming that everybody's going to like it or even most people. You know, anytime you're writing stupid shit. Most people are going to think it's stupid, so I can't get pissed if someone calls me out and states the obvious. Pretty much. Do we have another article? Oh, yeah, of course. But, you know, I'm just... This is a great article. <laughs> that was a very short article that we talked about for like 30 minutes. But it was a great article. I'm just basking in it. This shit was trending on Facebook, bitch. I, I can't believe that Peter Dinklage used to be a 10-year-old boy who wanted to drive to his grandma's house. That's crazy. Anyway. Um, the question is, is when he was 10, how big was he? I, think I don't it, think you can, you can actually have midget babies in the palm of your hand. Oh <laughs> actually, that is a lie what? because I, there was this show I watched, uh, the miniature couple, mini couple, something like that, about like, a midget couple that adopted a baby. Mm-hmm. They adopted a baby that looked bigger than the father, and I'm like, "How the fuck is that a baby? Like midget babies are huge." They have like a- I'm not sure because I watched a nature special once, and midgets <laughs> actually place their babies in birds' nests, oh and God. the midgets will push the other birds out, and they will be fed. And it's uh, it was a very interesting article. I hear that if they land on their heads, they can't turn around because their head's so big that their body won't reach down. You know, they can't put their legs down if they're on their head. Like they could actually stand on their heads, midget babies. Well, the, the real danger is the first time they try to fly. Yeah, that's the problem. Hopefully the nest isn't too high. Because oh they, they usually just deep like head first when that happens, when they you know try to fly for the first well, time. Well, in the city, with all the pigeons, 
people are actually in danger of plummeting midget babies that are falling constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of adopting, I should go there. Gave me a midget baby. Yeah, you, well, they, they, they're special midget umbrellas, reinforced steel. <laughs> in New York particularly, you don't want to walk down certain streets you know without what I your want? midget umbrella. You know what I want next time the Super Bowl comes around? A little midget baby next to me to rest my drink on top of his head. Oh, my God. This is insane. This has gone too far. Why? Oh, my God. I mean, nobody listens to this, but still, this is really offensive. <laughs> With your luck, there'll be eight people listening and three of them will be midgets. Oh, it's God. okay. The midgets can't reach the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, the last time we talked shit about fat Indians, I was afraid that our one listener was a fat Indian. So yeah. you never fucking know. Anyway, my next article i really feel like there's a fucking trend like people are getting this um anyway what midgets again no 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 <laughs> no like th- this is a lot this is has been developing dude like every okay how many articles have i had where someone has kept a corpse of a loving relative inside their home it's been pretty regularly that yes been i happening. found another one. Oh my god god this one is where is it it's in france it's always europe yeah these fuckers these fuckers Anyway, pretty much the same story. Like, this lady was... She died, um, and the people started complaining about the smell. They just, they went to go take a look at her house, and, you know, there's her mom. So, wait, she kept her mom? Yeah, she kept her mom. But how did, like, did she fucking rot, decompose completely, or was she, like, mummified or something like that? Uh, no, at this point, they said it was pretty badly decomposed. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway, I got... By the way, I got this from digitaljournal.com. Written by Anne Sewell, February 10th. But yeah, it's another story in this long line of fucking stories that's coming out from Europe of people keeping their fucking dead loved ones. It's pretty... Something's wrong. What's the reason behind it? I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I'm so confused right now. I don't, I don't know if she died, but they definitely discovered her badly decomposed mother in her home. Wow. But, but regardless, um, something's wrong. I don't know what it is. But I think what you're wrong. saying is that there's a huge market in Europe for human taxidermy. Maybe. Yeah, it would actually work over there, I think. But I don't think that's legal. Oh, yeah. Well, if somebody is, let's say they're 80 or 90 years old, I mean, it's not like they're out running marathons and going to scuba class. They probably just sit there, so the difference really is not that big. Yeah, so... You know, throw little animatronics and have, uh, you know, old grandfather (laughs) turn his head on the hour. That's true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the story, yeah, the story goes is that, um, you know, this, apparently it's not quite funny because now they've, they've discovered that this lady, she's she's 60, uh, 66, um, she actually has like a mental health disorder. Oh, and okay. No. <laughs> there's actually something wrong with Get her. Out. And her and her mom have been characterized as reclusive already. So when they discovered it, she's a bit of a hoarder and she's, uh, so, yeah. Did she lose her mom in there? No. Oh, okay. She says something's wrong in that, like, she, you know, there's garbage piled up inside the entire house, all over the garden and shit like that. She just, she's not living in very good conditions, and there's obviously something wrong with her that she can't really take care of herself, and I don't know if she left her mom there by choice. Like, it seems like it was it just happened, and she didn't know what to do, obviously. Maybe she couldn't throw her out, like, the rest of the garbage she has in there. I don't know. Good thing she didn't, like, run a nursing home. That's, the nursing home and the hoarding, those two combined could be a problem. You could smell the place from, like, miles away. <laughs> yeah. Oh but anyway, she was taken to a psychiatric hospital after that because 
That's so, good for her. So, but what does... But even then, like, it's a trend, yes. And although she's a different case because she has a mental health disorder, what does that say about And you the think others? the other ones didn't? I don't know. I don't know. They never said it, though. Like, I've been reading, like, three or four of these articles. None of them has straight out said, like, blatantly that they had a mental disorder, like, a mental health disorder. This is the only one that so far have discovered that cause. Well, not a direct cause, but that cause. Yeah. What? Well, I think it's pretty much just assumed. You don't have to go into too much detail that there's something wrong. I mean, there was one woman who didn't want to, like, not throw out, he didn't want to bury her husband um, because she said that she was just in too much grief to be able to do so. So she left her husband laying on his side of the, you know, presumably their queen-size bed, and she just couldn't come to... That was a single <laughs> she just couldn't bring herself to do it, so that's mm. one, you know, explanation. But but didn't she mummify him though? That's like no, another she step. She didn't. I, did she? I think she did. Oh okay. She was like trying to mummify him with some kind of alcohol. No, that was another one. Was it? That was a, fuck. <laughs> another one was mummifying. Um, uh, it was a mom mummifying her deceased son. Yeah. She was mummifying it and hoping to be able to have her gra- her granddaughter see her her dad. Oh, you have these stories sent to your computer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's gotten pretty bad. Like I did one randomly, and then after that, I brought out brought another one for a Halloween special. And then after that, I just started noticing that it's happening a fucking ton. Yeah, it's very strange. Like it's like I said, it looks like it's becoming a trend over in Europe. What do you think is worse, though? Like, who do you think has a bigger problem? The the the, the person that mummified the the body, or the person that just let it rot in there? In the the room? person that let it rot there. I mean, Why? the person that mummified it. Yeah, definitely the person that mummified it because there's intent. Like, she's very like they're very intentionally trying to keep the preserving this person. Like, it reminds me of that story that you brought up in the Halloween special about that creepy motherfucker that was trying to preserve oh. his um his fiance that looked like a dog. You know, there's some obviously something wrong. Yeah, because there's intent there to try to preserve this person that's obviously dead. Whereas there's other there's other people that you know they they're, they're just not doing it. Like it's just not it's not there by choice. They just they just can't do anything about it. You know, leaving their loved one to rot inside their home it's it, you can tell it's not by choice entirely yeah. and plus like it's more calculated when they're trying to mummify these people can i don't know what do you think lance uh i'm just trying to uh, i thought i thought you were going in the which is worse the person mummifying it or the person being mummified okay. so uh, you, when you gave me when you gave the two options you lost me i'm thinking right now can we just go back to the midgets well, this got creepy it's like I don't want to. I don't want to hear about dead, decomposed people. I want to talk about midgets and be incredibly offensive. All right. What's what's the next story you got? I mean, aside obviously, we... is it about dead midgets? <laughs> Mo- mummified midgets standing on their heads. Oh, God. Everything comes full circle. <laughs> anyway, this one's from the Huff Post, um, written by Ron Dicker. Nice name. <laughs> Posted on Valentine's Day. Um, this is pretty short. Apparently, a woman found a video on her husband, uh, her husband, her boyfriend's cell phone of him having sex with their dog. Was it a female or a male dog? Didn't specify. That's the most important part. Didn't specify. Holy shit. Hold on. <laughs> you okay? No, no. Okay. If I was you were to- asking me about the deep dark web. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was and a you're talking about a video of a man having sex with his dog. I think that qualifies. 
<laughs> I, I mean, think if it doesn't, if you Google that, you're only like one or two links away. <laughs> it, it, the video is not up on the internet, so I, you know, there's that. It's just a news article about how this lady found it. She's like, "Fuck you," and I think they arrested him. So this is not in Florida, right? No, it's not in Florida. It's in the UK. Oh my god. Sure Is there laws against that? Yeah. It's yeah. a BCL. Like he, apparently, he's facing up to two years in prison right now. And um, they also found that so he much had, for man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> they also found that he had marijuana in his possession. So that's also on top of it. I think compounded um, strikes against him. It, but he had he had a girlfriend, right? Why is he fucking a dog? I don't know. I don't know. You should see her. <laughs> I mean, it's um. Yeah, if he'd rather fuck the dog, she might be. So it's actually his girlfriend's horse. dog too, so that's like even worse. Like it's he's like, let me grab your dog one second, let me fuck it. It's a bull terrier. If for one helps. second? No, I don't know. Oh. It's a bull terrier. If that she, she should have suspected when he he made her wear the leash around the house. Oh, <laughs> Tied it to the bedpost. So, how would you react? You know, if you're going out with somebody, you happen to look through their phone, which you wouldn't, but so supposing you happen to look through their phone, you found a video of them fucking a dog. Um, I, I don't even think I would ever be in that position, but um, I would react the same way I reacted to these, this fucking dude right now. Like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And that's yeah, it? what the fuck's wrong with you? And then... Leave it at that? I would just, Not you know, care? give the dog away or something. Oh, okay. I think you're thinking way too level-headed. Right? I think it depends on how hot the girl that you're dating is. There's certain levels of hotness where you would just sit there and accept it and say, okay, well, okay, she fucks dogs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so what scenario would it be if you're, let's say the girl you're dating is not that hot? So what would it, what, so how would you react if she's not that hot? You know, if, and you're Oh, upset. definitely, definitely hit the bricks. Okay. Yeah. Get the fuck out. But I'm telling you, guy. If she's hot enough, you could have like a video of her having sex with a decomposing midget, and you would still. <laughs> well, he makes a lot of sense because if she is like a ten or a nine, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to you know let just, that go. Just let it go, okay? She's a dog fucker. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, we, if we were if we were nines and ten guys, we would tell her to hit the bricks. But, yeah. You know, I'm rocking my three to four status depending on a good hair day. <laughs> so a 10 can pretty much murder my parents and they're still going to uh, <laughs> dating. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the lengths at which you would keep a hot woman. Yeah. Wouldn't you do the same, Pouch? Yeah, probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, probably. It just makes sense. I'm just hoping my parents aren't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're always at Radio Fubar. Right. <laughs> the hottest podcast. Anyway, so I have my Florida Man article, so play that shit. Florida Man, what's he doing today? I really need to fucking make these into clips and stop singing. So Why are you dancing, ta- though? Florida Man, what's he doing today? It's a Florida Man, what's he doing today? Oh, my God. He even had, like, the spirit fingers out and everything for that. Yeah, man, I am... He goes all out. Um, so here, the Florida man is basically, um, fuck. I'm, Are you okay? I'm lost. <laughs> I blanked for a second. Florida man is f- when we talk about articles from the Florida man. Everyone knows that Florida men are fucking retarded, and every once in a while we come across some ridiculous articles where we can't believe what the Florida man did this time. Yeah. It's usually something extremely retarded. Holy shit, I blanked. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Anyway, um, this was from UPI.com, posted on Valentine's Day. I didn't even look at these shits on Valentine's Day. 
Um, you're too busy, huh? Huh? You're too busy. Clearwater, Florida. With your dog. <laughs> um, what's it called? See, there I go again. Every time we start getting along, I go and say something to offend you. Like calling you a dog fucker, totally out of line. <laughs> it's right up there with Matt Damon and the uh, comic book man. Pretty much. This is fucking egregious. No, I'm okay with you saying that he fucks his dog. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, so basically, there's this guy in Clearwater, Florida. He tried to rob Radio Shack. He shot himself in the head with a stun gun. Obviously left some marks. And he didn't steal anything. He left. And then when the police were there, he came back. It turns out he was an employee of the store. The same store? The same store. And he was trying to rob... Uh... He was trying to rob the same store he worked at and also came back during his, you know, his hours. <laughs> okay, did he wear any disguise or anything? Or did the people that worked there at different shift know who he was? No, he definitely wore a disguise. He wore a ski mask. Oh, okay. But when he came back, it's still noticeable that you have the same fucking scar of the man who shot himself with a stun gun. Yeah. So, uh, at the same time, he confessed. So, fuck everything. Like, despite the fact that you already are obviously that, that fucking thief... You know, the attempted thief because he didn't steal anything. Like, it was a failed attempt. Yeah. He came back and he's like, Yeah, that was me. Okay. That's almost as dumb as that girl, remember, that robbed the bank and then she posted uh, her with all the money she robbed on, on YouTube and saying how she robbed the bank but, and whatnot. But the thing is, at least she was successful. This no, guy she was got not. Caught. No, but at least she got the money. If she hadn't <laughs> been stupid enough to put it on YouTube, she would have been fine. This guy didn't get anything. He was trying to. Apparently, he just wanted to. He wanted to um, steal some money, pay for his uh, his insurance and his cell phone bill. That was his excuse. And now he's. At the same time, they also went inside his car and they found the stun gun in his car. Okay, so what? Why is this guy working if he needs to try to rob his place to be able to pay regular everyday bills? What's he making a radio check? I mean, like again, we we can't explain this. This is the Florida <laughs> man. Like, how many times have we gone through this conversation? We cannot explain the the actions of the Florida man. It's just they're mo they're motivated by stupidity, pretty much. So you think that the law would take that into account, knowing that probability is very low that he would be able to successfully rob anything. Mm -hmm. So they should, you know, downgrade the charges for the actual peril that the money was in, which was not at all. So, it's like, the Floridian government should convene and try to, um, like, I guess, um, decrease the, the offensiveness of certain charges yeah. because of how stupid Florida men are. I just say Florida men littering because he, you know, he obviously put blood all over the ground from when he shot himself. No, with a stun gun, so yeah. there wasn't really any, any blood. But, yeah, um, so... They should be a council, like, dedicated to doing this. Like, I mean, well, obviously, the, the state government set their own law, so we should start, um, I guess, like, make the, make the charges less offensive from I feel here like out. if they did something like that, no one in Florida would be in jail but, yeah, at all. Everyone would just be free. Well, maybe... You know, what they should do is, is put them on ships and drop them off in Australia like we used to do yeah, back so in the good old days. Just send all of our dumb villains over there. No, but but then that'll be the whole state. They'll just saw off the state and just push it, you know, from the rest of the country. But, but like that begs the question, though. Supposing that 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 does happen in this alternate universe, what how what is it? What what type of man will qualify for it? Like, do you have to be born and raised in Florida, or can you move from another state to Florida and have lived there for a certain amount of years, or can they just come in, do something stupid in Florida? It's okay. Like, what? Where does it end? Where's the limits there? 
I think it's more of an escape from New York, like escape from Tampa scenario, where <laughs> people with a certain IQ are just dumped in Tampa. That's actually really retirement people. No, but like again, so supposing someone goes to Florida for vacation, and um, no, they have to reside there for at least a few years. So how you many know? years? Like five years? What? How long does it take for the stupidity to get into your fucking system? Like how, how much ingestion of Floridian food and water does it take to make you that stupid? I'll say, I'll say probably five the years. oranges. What happens? It's probably the oranges. I would think it's the oranges. Okay. <laughs> there must be something in the oranges that lowers the IQ. <laughs> I mean, it's it's there has to be a certain limit somewhere, and I'm just like, so is it? It's, it's not just born and raised in Florida. You have to have been reside. You have to have resided here for at least five years to get to have that injected into your body somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's only it's only going to apply to Florida men who have lived here for at least five years. So what does happen when someone from another state comes here and commits a crime? Is it still the full? Penalty? No, they go, they go to jail. For being, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if Lance proposed the idea of just not going to jail. He did say just lessen the fucking charges. Like, yeah, maybe... but he, like, let's say instead of um, getting arrested for a, a attempt robbery or whatever, he would get arrested for littering. That's not arresting. That'd oh, be like a fine. Yeah, oh, that'd be like a fine. Okay. So I then, thought, like, at the same time, is that you know? I mean, you get you get charged for it, and they'd actually feel good about themselves. Let's say they botch five or six robberies, but then they they get it right and they start to improve. And then they get arrested and thrown in real prison. There'd be a sense of accomplishment that they're being treated yeah. like a real criminal. It's a badge of honor. You're yeah. like, I'm a real criminal, guys. <laughs> I got arrested. So it's just so what he's saying is that Florida men would just try harder until they get it right. Right. So like the judge would like hammer the gavel down, and there'd be tears in the prisoner's eyes. And he'd yeah. be three years in prison. He'd be like, finally. And then you're gonna hear the fucking Rocky theme song behind them while it's happening as he's jumping up and down it's and like a triumph. Sixty-five year old criminal oh, who's parents would be all proud. His mother would pass out, and his father would be like, "At a boy, son." You can do it. <laughs> you know, like as time goes on, as I do all these Florida men articles, like I'm. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? Me, yeah, I love that movie. It, I'm oh my think god, you didn't just say you love that movie. I, I do love that movie. You don't like that movie? Oh my god. No, I love that I movie. Mean, it, was a, it was a blight on filmmaking. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I, I really I really like the, the, the concept of that movie. Like, cause oh, I, the premise is, is wonderful. Yes, I believe it's, it's so true. The movie itself is horrific. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's great. Like it's it's just depressing. Like it's it's a really really depressing uh, like um outlook, a bleak outlook of how people are going to be and it's very accurate. Like it's very, obviously it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> but it's not social commentary. It was supposed to be a comedy. If mm. it was if it was a, a tongue in cheek satire, if it was a scalding representation, that's one thing. But it was supposed to be funny and it was it, there was no laughs. That that is there was few laughs, but it, it, they were like cheap laughs, like attaching a giant dildo to a car, like know. they were kind of like cheap laughs like that. Terry Crews did it for me. Terry Crews. Well, is the Terry Crews is anything is brilliant. Exactly. So he did it for me. He made that movie for me. I, but like uh, going back to the point, like these Florida Man article, I'm just getting slow, uh, slowly more and more fucking depressed and um and less hopeful about the world because I keep thinking that eventually Florida's just gonna be idiocracy essentially, just like a, a fucking. Just a fucking state of idiots. But do you really believe that the other 49 states are any better? Of course. 
No. <laughs> I mean, based on the weird news that I've been doing, it's not that. No. <laughs> Look at Alabama. Last episode, Lance, there was, there was an article that I did where a few, few Alabani, uh, Alabama, uh, whatever you, Alabamans, there you go. A few Alabamans. Alabamians? <laughs> a few Alabamans tried to clean up the toilet paper because they were their house was TP'd recently, and they tried to clean up the toilet paper by burning the toilet paper. What do you think happened, Lance? Well, I actually tried to remove a tree stump using that same theory and was mocked relentlessly by neighbors for years. <laughs> it made sense to me. The tree got knocked down. It got knocked down in a storm, so I chopped it up, but then I had this huge stump. So I'm like, fuck it. So I carved it out and filled it with a bunch of charcoal briquettes, set it on fire, and thought it would just burn all the way to the roots, and I just would end up with a hole. It well, didn't work. Are you sure it you're not from Florida? But it did attract every neighbor. Neighbors I hadn't even seen made their way over to mock oh me. Oh, my God. They're like, hey, what's cooking, Mannion? I'm like, my fucking tree, get off my lawn. Are you sure, are you, sure you were born in Florida, Lance? <laughs> well, I have strong ties to the Tallahassee area. Oh, okay, there you go. See, that makes sense. But anyway, for someone who's like Lance, tried the experiment cleaning their toilet paper by burning the toilet paper off, and they lost their house in the fucking process. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, although Florida is the worst among them because they're the most highly publicized and they do the stupidest shit, the rest of the states are not too far behind uh, from the idiocracy um, future. You can say that. Like... No, I've spent considerable time in Tennessee and West Virginia. And there are places that, that, that make Florida look like they are, uh, you know, Mensa headquarters. Yeah, remember that? There was a story, I think it was West Virginia or something like that, where a house was, like, on fire. And this man runs back into his house to save his keg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty bad. Okay. They have Holy people who do anything for their fucking addictions. I guess so. Damn. Well, now that we're and you know we're, we're making fun of pretty much uh, our target audience. Yeah, pretty much true. Yeah, well, all three of them, you know. That's okay. All three of them. We'll get it. We'll win them back with the next episode. It's fine. <laughs> Nobody is putting down their team crumpets to listen to our to this podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, now that we're sufficiently depressed. <laughs> yeah, every and, time the Florida Man article yeah, comes I up, I get really sad because I, I finally, like, I remember how stupid people really yeah, are. So, I mean, like, now with that bleak outlook, I'm going to end Now, I know this. you're award-winning, but may I suggest that Florida Man moves up to the front of the get a load of this, <laughs> and that way you can end still. Imagine if we were ending with the midget story. Exactly. <laughs> I think yeah, I one of those feel-good stories. Because I usually leave my semi-recurring segments to the end. Because usually we have a discussion piece at the end, but I didn't find one. Mm -hmm. So I, I just, I, I didn't think about this. Now you're right, Lance. I'm probably just gonna move it back up so that we can get depressing and get and um, feel a little bit more hopeful about the future with something about midgets later on. Yeah. Because this. You know what? We should have a new segment, awesome. Midget News. Yeah, there's no, there's no band that plays their best song and then ends with a shitty Florida Man song. <laughs> <laughs> no one's holding up their lighters for the next Florida Man segment, I'm telling you that. I mean, because, like, it, they're generally funny. Like, as much as Milky gets really, really fucking bummed about it, like, other people find it pretty funny. Like, when, when our friend Paco comes on, she, she doesn't do anything but laugh. Like, it's it's funny at times, but then you realize the reality of the situation is that people are fucking dumb. And yeah. it's, it's really depressing. Yeah. 
just like Honey Boo Boo, Jersey Shore, all of those just makes me want to kill myself. No, like all those TV don't. shows, it really does. No, you don't. It's really bad. No, it's fucking don't. depressing. I know it's really bad, but you don't want to kill yourself for something that stupid. They'd win. You just don't want an alien race to be monitoring Earth and, and just happen to stumble upon Honey yeah. Boo Boo yeah. uh, as their representation. They'd be like, okay, let's fucking destroy the planet. <laughs> well, or they might just leave us alone, yeah, saying there's true. nothing worth it here yeah, and keep moving. Exactly. They'd just wipe us off the map, be like, okay, fuck it, never go back here again. Yeah. We might catch whatever's yeah. happening here. They're yeah. keeping an eye out. They don't want us to leave the planet. They see, they see us putting satellites and walking around on the moon. They're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give them Mars, but after that, we're gonna have to uh, destroy them. <laughs> well, they might think boo boo, like honey boo boo, is a disease, and they're kind of don't want to get the boo boo, and they just you know go about their business. They'll come up with inoculations for it. <laughs> do we have any other? Oh no, I'm done. That was the end. I got a load of this. Do, 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 do. You just got a load of this. Damn, we're so like musically challenged. Who me? No, with me. Oh. From our three listeners, hopefully one of you guys is a musician that can record it properly. Nah, it's okay. Want. It's okay. <laughs> you don't want things to be polished. You'll never top it. <laughs> yeah. It's time for another edition of Poppin' Loads. Poppin' Loads is where we grab some pop culture news that's relevant enough for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Very straight to the point. Ellen Page, who was a big crush of mine for a while, I fucking loved her. She's adorable. Juno and uh, Juno what? Huh? I know what. Shit. No, you just say you know. You don't know shit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, you know I loved her. I thought she was adorable and oh, Hard Candy too. Like that's a great movie. And she she finally came out as gay. And you know although it was devastated, I was like, yeah, good for (laughs) you. Because you thought you had a chance. No, (laughs) no, but still, I was devastated. I didn't have a chance, but still, I was devastated. Like, I was talking to one of my friends who's a girl, and I'm like, fuck it, why am I devastated? You had a better chance with her than I did, even if she was straight. Yeah. Come on. No, I was devastated. <laughs> She's so I cute. can't believe you watched those movies. What movie? You don't like Juno? I never saw it. Okay, so there's Juno, the Shadow Cat, X-Men Last Stand. Did you see what? Did you watch X-Men The Last Stand? Oh, yeah, was she was Kitty. Yeah, yeah Kitty, Kitty Pryde. Pryde. movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... She was prepubescent. Who was, who was getting a boner over Kitty? No, she was actually of age then, wasn't she? She just looks prepubescent. I don't think she was. And that's your Maybe. thing? No, but still. I think she was... How, how old is that movie? Um, fuck, let me see. But, she, you know, she's always looked like that. She's just, you know... She's... I think she was probably under 18 at least in that movie. Let me see. She's always looked like that. That's all, As far as I know, she's always looked like that. Um, so it came out in 2006. So that's about eight years ago, right? Yeah. How old is she? She now? was 18, because she's 26. There you go. So she's of age. Yeah. Told you. And uh, you know, there's also Inception. There's Juno. Did you see Inception? Which one? Inception. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was there. I don't even remember her. <laughs> she was like the architect, wasn't she? Yes. She would create the yeah, the, the dream worlds, worlds yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. She was the only woman on their team. Oh, Inception. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. That was with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah, Leonardo. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. Have you seen Hard Candy? God, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm all, uh, oh, there's Ghost Cats. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Ghost Cat with her fucking enormous forehead. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm all out. Like, I don't know what else she's been. She's been in Smart People. Have you seen, have you seen Smart People? 
No, I, uh, it's not like I'm avoiding her. I just don't. <laughs> I think he is. I don't seem to uh, gravitate to her movies. I think, yeah, I think you are. Like, that's ridiculous. I think Lance thinks that Ellen Page is a midget. <laughs> is that why he's trying to avoid her? Well, she, yeah. She can't be more than 12. <laughs> she's like 20. Of course, some guys like that, apparently. Yeah, Pouch. She, she's of age. <laughs> but you said like three times, but she doesn't look it. She doesn't look it. It's true, but she's she is of age. Like that makes her hot. That's part of it, but you know, it's more so her like. You, that's you, right, girl. Send in your 18th birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> she's 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 cute, and uh, you know, I just like she's a good actress. Like, don't you can't deny that. I mean, Lance hasn't seen her, but you can't deny that. She's, she's pretty she, damn yeah, good. She's Meryl Streep, but that means that I'm not going to get a boner over her. Maybe when she was younger. You don't think she was hot when she was younger? Meryl Streep? Yes, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what are they doing to you in Florida? <laughs> it's it's in the oranges, like you said. <laughs> I just had one the other I'm, night. So. Honestly, I have, I've never seen Meryl Streep be young. Is that Was she young at once? She was in Kramer. I think she was born 40. <laughs> Me too. Like, it's kind of like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Mor- Freeman was never young. Morgan Freeman has always been old. That, that, exactly. Meryl Streep, if you see her in Kramer vs. Kramer, she's still pretty young in that. That's her first big movie, her first, I think her first Academy Award. I've never seen that Kramer vs. Kramer okay. stuff. Well, it's a drama movie, so and you're not, I know you're not into that. I mean, Kramer versus Kramer. I never thought I'd hear those words leave your mouth in that order. <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> but yeah, so she came out as gay in this in- apparently incredibly emotional speech. I haven't seen it, but from what I heard, she she kind of she started crying a little bit, right? Not really, but oh, but okay. uh, it looked like she would if she continued, kind of thing. Oh, okay, because I'm guessing she was getting glassy eyed or some shit like that. But yeah, I think she did it because like I, f- I don't remember her words, but she, I should look this up. It's a fucking well, popping loads. No, she was calm down. <laughs> she she was just there being nervous, giving giving a speech about uh, gay people, and then at the end she said that she is there today because she herself is gay. Yeah, yeah it's about like it. Was... But she looks gay. I mean, she has a gay vibe about her. Yeah, he actually, I think, <laughs> I, I I think would, he's I right. I wouldn't have fallen over, uh, shocked by the news. I wasn't shocked, but I was just uh, just sad. Disappointed? Yeah, not disappointed. Now, like I said, devastated. That's a good word to put it because I was sad because. I, like, even though I had no chance, it still, you know, would have been nice. So that's th- <laughs> this means you can't jerk off to her anymore because she's gay, right? I didn't say that now. Then why are you fucking but devastated you do about it? But now you have an NFL player to step into that void for you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason to be devastated about it. Like, you could go back to jerking off to her and it's not going to change. Right, if the, if the odds were the same either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. I, again, it was my knee-jerk reaction. I can't quite explain why I reacted the way I did, but I did. So fuck you. <laughs> um, Just treat it the same. The same shocking news that like if her breasts ever come in. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they st- I think when when her titties got a little bigger, you, you got disappointed as well, right? No. You sure? No. <laughs> she'll be one of those actresses that'll be forty and she'll be playing like you know a seventeen-year-old. But that that gives her more work, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't mind seeing her again. Yeah. She's a great Maybe actress. she straps her breast down, <laughs> like Japanese women with their feet, and midgets, or 10-year-olds pretending to be midgets. <laughs> yeah. If you watch Hard Candy, which is an incredibly disturbing and uncomfortable movie, um, it's ba- basically, she, she is underage in that movie, she plays an underage girl she, that, um, that tries to fuck uh, an older dude. 
Oh, she she acts like she wants to fuck him. It's more about you know how, how he's a pedophile and he's trying to prey on her and shit like that. It turns out that she had an ulterior motive. She wants to fucking kill him essentially. And in that movie, it's deeply disturbing. She uh, takes off her shirt and she's wearing a bra. And holy shit, is she skinny? And she again, like like Nan said, she has no titties whatsoever. It's very awkward and very uncomfortable scene. Is that where your obsession no, with her started? No, not at all. I was very no. The first movie I've ever seen her in was uh, X Men: Last Stand when she was eighteen years old. Well, fuck you. But that's actually funny because that's just special effects. In reality, she has double D's. Yep. <laughs> that's a little known fact. She has giant melons. Mm-hmm. So prior to this story, prior to me actually mentioning it, did this girl ever cross your radar, Lance? Um, I don't know where. I mean, I'd seen her face before and things, probably in you know TV commercials, but I don't think I'd ever seen her act other than X Men. But you know, I just viewed her as Kitty. I didn't realize that she was a celebrity. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and she had like it, that movie that Kitty Pride role was really like a it tiny was very role. Small, so. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. But she blew up because of Juno. Like Juno is. She's like America's sweetheart after that because it was such a charming movie. It's it's strange. And X Men, they had that. Who who was the uh, the chick in the uh, the blue body paint the whole time? Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. 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 She's in the movie. I'm not watching any other females. <laughs> yeah, especially. Now that's a woman. That's what a woman looks like. Just so your radar gets <laughs> a little fixed, you're getting a boner over Kitty Pride when you've got the half naked blue chick next to her. She, I think she's practically naked. Actually, I think they painted her, and she she has like a few prosthetics on, but she's genuinely. I think she's naked. I think I so. would have needed a prosthetic to keep my boner down. <laughs> But there you go. I would have been like the unwelcome X-Man. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's here again. Boner Man arrives. <laughs> the guy whose power is just to get a boner whenever he wants. How- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that useful in any way? <laughs> it could distract people. Yeah, it could. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's the bait. Boner <laughs> Man, go over there and we'll stand in front of them. Man out there. <laughs> He would pretty much block people from getting somewhere because they can't. They don't want to get close to his boner. So he's just like, stand back. And then, he's like you know. a barricade. Exactly. <laughs> Him and Florida man can go fucking. If only we had a way to pry open this door. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, like, come on, boner man. Just. <laughs> finally, I get to step up. He has a boner so hard, it, it could double as a crowbar. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly there's visions of Granger. <laughs> Fucking boner just, man, bro. You just crossed the line from me. I didn't know how to process that. I the world down with my enormous penis. <laughs> my award-winning phallic. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> hey, man, that that's like, you know what? I might want to write this character, Boner Man. Boner Man. Come up with some comic book. Can you team up with the Florida Man? Nah. Why not? Boner Man is a loner. He you only know, works alone? Why? He just sits home, jerks off to fucking Alan <laughs> Page. <laughs> it fucking hurts himself with a blowtorch or some shit like that. <laughs> All right. So anything, everything we talk about, you can find at dropping-lows.blogspot.com. Also check us out on Twitter at, uh, at droploadspc. And uh, like us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash podcast or by searching Droplos Productions on Facebook. Also, now we have an Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. We, we like Lance Mannion, are now um, hipsters. Oh, yeah. So there you go. You can follow us on Instagram, searching Loads. 
something like that, I think. Uh, I mean, it's at Dropping Loads. Uh, is that I what mean, it is? At? Surprisingly, nobody has used that name. I mean, it's like, it's such a sought-after name everywhere else, but Instagram, which is strange. <laughs> it's really sought-after, huh? No, trust me. Like, I've tried making <laughs> Dropping Loads on, on Twitter and YouTube, and they've all been used. This is the first time. Oh, wait, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only, this is the only time where I didn't have to add, like, a random letter by it. But anyway, you can also check us out at YouTube.com slash Dropping Loads P, where we just released uh, episode two of our new micro-series called Mind Bend You. Um, it's called algebra and um also don't forget always to check out our good friend lance Mannion's website l-a-n-c-e-m-a-n-i-o-n.com fantastic author awesome put up that link to the deep dark web article um our god damn it deep dark web story <laughs> and you can read it and make your article that's it it's over <laughs> you can read I it i warned you i said one more fucking time <laughs> <laughs> You can article. Read, read it and make your own conclusions because obviously you don't know what the fuck we're talking about on here. Um, and uh, also check out my good friend Jackie's um, Operation Helping Hands, which is a possible charitable organization that she's trying to start up where she actually goes to the homeless and provides them with food, hygiene products, uh, clothes, music, prayer, anything that she can and anything that you can do to help her out would be great. You know, whether it be money, clothes, food, whatever you can. Uh, you can find them at facebook.com slash Helping Hands Project Miami or just search Operation Helping Hands in Winwood, Florida or the website Operation Helping Hand without as.wix.com Also check out Radio Fubar, which <laughs> are awarded us our fucking award. Is that what they did? <laughs> they awarded us our award. It can't be any more fucking plain than that. Um, they are great internet Can you readers. imagine the poor bastards that came in second? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would listen to this episode right? I fucking give up. To, to us? Would... Are you serious? Yeah, if I were them, I would have hung myself. <laughs> Just fuck it. It's not worth it. I never Just... want to podcast again. Throws the goddamn mic into the ocean. Like the no, lady from the... Titanic. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. You accidentally fish out, Leo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check out, check them out. This is a great internet radio station that plays our, radio, uh, our now, podcast. What the fuck? It plays our podcast live on Mondays at 12 noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, I guess that's it. Anything you want to mention, Lance, before we head out? Nope, for, uh, it's been a whole month since uh, I put out the, a new book, so I have nothing to pimp. All right, well, just let us know when another book comes out. We're glad you have, have you on again to help you pimp it. That sounds great. All right, thanks a lot, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Till next time. We love dropping loads. Company came over, he performing your tips While I'm eating at night In the kitchen he'd be able To get the food scraps that I threw under the table If my midget was ever bad And acted enraged Then I'd take him to the bathroom And put him in his cage But if he kept acting up and really made me sick Well, okay, she fucks dogs Oh, shit on that guy yeah, He's got a pretty giant head